Ashley Grant here, and I just want to welcome you to the Bloggy Friends Show. We're so excited to have you join us on this journey of sharing our knowledge and experiences with you. Whether you're a blogger, a content creator, or just someone who's interested in learning more about the digital world, we've got something for you. So grab your notebook and a pen to take some notes, or just sit back and take in all the amazing information and ideas we're about to share with you. Let's get into it. Craig, welcome to the show. I'm so excited you could be here. Could you do us a favor and tell us what you do? Yeah, so I'm the head of growth, community, and partnerships for Cast Magic, an AI tool that's been helping podcasters and well as content creators repurpose their content. And my background is in media sales. I did that about 15 years, moved into partnerships, worked with mobile app companies, and that's kind of really got me into the podcast space. I ran three podcast listening platforms, so come at it from a unique perspective, and then I just get to, uh, I'm a, a super connector. Call me a Gladwellian connector, you know? It's literally what I've been doing today. I had a call with someone and just started introducing them to all the different places that they should be probably looking at. And I love doing that. So that's a little bit about me. That's awesome. So now let, let's talk a little bit about Cast Magic. I mean, I've heard of, of similar AI tools. Obviously, ChatGPT is running the gamut. Everyone's talking about ChatGPT. But give me a breakdown of exactly what Cast Magic is and how it's used in the world of podcasting. All right. So if you think about it, the founders were running two VC-backed companies and they had a podcast. They're like, I don't have the time to run a company, do a podcast and all the things that you have to do. Like most people are like, oh my God, there's so much I've got to do with the podcast. Well, being developers themselves, they built Cast Magic. And so they built it for their own needs and their own podcast value. So it allows you to take at the time and now it's expanded but take a podcast, load it in there, and it's going to spit out the titles, keynote, uh, show notes, a blog, a newsletter, social posts, like extract all the things from your words in three to five minutes. You don't have to go like, I'm staring at a blank page. What do I call this episode? What are the SEO keywords I need? How do I write a blog? Like create all that content for you instantly based on your words. And to your point, like, yeah, there's so many AI tools out there. Like they went with building this partly because they couldn't do this in ChatGPT. It would be too hard to take a recording and then start prompting, 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 prompting. They built a great UI that allows you to do that. And so you don't have to think about all those other components. So I have personally been playing with Cast Magic for a little while. I I got a. I got lucky. I, I was in one on one of the AppSumo deals, and so I immediately scooped it up because I was playing with Capshow and I was playing with Podcastle and some other ones. And the the big complaint that I had with using ChatGPT for my transcripts, like to do anything with them, is every single time I would plug in a transcript, it would say, "Oh, this is too long." Like it didn't know what to do. It would like crap out on me. And so I, I started. Believe it or not, this is so awful to admit, but the reality is I, I would take bits and pieces of the transcript and copy and paste those and then do the transcript over and over and over again. 30 minutes later, I'm like, I could have just done this if I'd read it myself. And so when I found this tool, I got really excited because I could put just the episode. Heck, I could put the YouTube link and it automatically populated all this cool stuff. So 
So I'm curious, what kind of things are you seeing people do with cast magic whenever you're like talking from the podcasting world or or I even use it for meeting notes personally. But so what all are you seeing as the use cases with cast magic? Yeah, so you allude to what I was talking about. Like it started off as a podcasting platform, but you do more than just podcasting, right? So let's just say you are a podcaster. You do more. You do meetings. You do coachings. You do, I'm an external processor. So you do free throwing thinking about what am I going to do or what do I want to write or what do I want to strategize in my podcast? So it expanded from just podcast to all things content. So Cast Magic is now like your workspace for all things audio. And if you think about that way, you've got a preset for meetings, you've got a preset for coaching, you've got a YouTube and podcast and sales calls and all these different, call it use cases, so that the output can be tailored to whatever your video content is. So you've got YouTubers that are putting their content in there and it's like, great, well, already out there live, why do I need something to pr- provide me something else? Well, it's now going to write a newsletter for you. It's going to give you your blog post. It's going to improve your titles and descriptions. So while it's published, you can come up with a better show notes in that regards. So there's so many things that you can think about from that standpoint. Coaching is a great one. So let's say we were doing a coaching call right now and I want to be focused on you. You're, you're my coach and I got to pay attention. I don't want to sit here, write notes. I let the system do it. It's going to pull out quotes and go, okay, what did we say? And then as the coach itself, you can start analyzing what are the trends I'm seeing across this particular person or all my mentors or all the, my coaches that I'm working with, right? So you can start aggregating and the system then looks at a series of, of, of recordings as opposed to just one recording. And then the power then becomes so much more. You're like, write me something, write me content that I've learned from these last five episodes that I've recorded with my coach or, or podcast, you know, let's say, you do a theme and your theme is about why you should, as a blogger, get a podcast. <laughs> you can record those five people and then aggregate that and go start extracting all that information and that becomes even more powerful. So like the power is really in your words and coming up with a system that we've got to extract. And then as you've, you've, you mentioned, we've got magic chat. Uh, so let's call it like our chat GPT function. Ask it whatever you want based on that recording and start extracting. So like, I love poems. So I'm like, all right, write me a poem. Write me an acrostic poem based on this episode. And so if you think about your audience being bloggers, you can start getting creative. Like, write me a listicle based on this episode. Write me a a blog post. I hate that actual prompt because it's like, what is a blog post? It's not, it's, it's very generic, right? So, you know, write me a listicle, write me a poem. Someone came up with write me the lyrics of Gilgan's Island based on this audio recording. And it literally did it. And so you think about how do you get creative in using your creative juices as opposed to I'm staring at a white paper and I don't know what to start writing. Yes. Every, I think every single blogger that's listening to this has totally faced the blinking cursor of shame. It, it, it it's like you you go into a Google Doc or a word processing doc and, and you have this great idea. Then you sit down and and the cursor laughs at you. <laughs> it drives you crazy. And so it's just like to have something that you can throw in a piece of audio. Heck, even if you're just like walking the walking around the neighborhood, you can start recording. Take the mobile start- app. Yep. And you just I'm an external processor. So I'm just gonna go like if you asked me, hey Greg, I need you to write a five hundred word 
blog post on X, I'm going to go like, I don't know. Now, maybe your audience, they're writers, so they'll think of it far better than I. But like for me, I'm like, I don't know. I'm just going to speak it and go like, all right, there's the topic. Let's start going. It automatically gets loaded into the system. It's mine words. And then I can repurpose that and come up with all these other ways that I can use my words to write something. Absolutely. And one of the things I did recently is I, I interviewed Nadia Williamson and we were talking about systems and processes for bloggers. And one of the things I did as my prompt is I did a prompt of give me a blog outline from this episode. And now I have this awesome outline that I can go and now write a pillar page based on what we talked about. And then I said, you know, give me 10 blog post ideas from this transcript. And so now I have a lot more, you know, stuff I can create just from the single hour that I was talking to someone. And it's things that I may not have thought of right away or maybe maybe I have, but just to have them written down, it's like, okay, now I can make it action items. Now I can actually do something with this stuff. And so that's the thing I'm so excited about, you know, with, with this, with this tool. And, you know, one of the things that I had Ryan Brock on recently, and he was talking about AI, AI plagiarism. Like that was, that was a big buzzword that, that a lot of people are talking about. But like you said, it's already your own words. So you're not plagiarizing anybody unless you're plagiarizing yourself, which would be kind of weird. But the point is, like, you can use this tool. And, and I know it's starting to sound like an infomercial at this point for Cast Magic. And, and I don't see anything wrong with that because I think it's an awesome tool. But even if you're not using this, use something to help you repurpose this content. And you just got to start podcasting and then using that to, to create your blog post, to create your YouTube, to create your all the things. So let's, 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 let's go off the infomercial piece. I'll stay on it, okay. but let's go focus on the value of podcasting. Like I could talk and love talking about that, right? So having run three podcast listening platforms, I got a unique seat to answer, uh, figuring out every person has three questions. How do I, uh, how do I get discovered? How do I grow my audience? And how do I monetize? So if you think about those three questions, how there's any different than a blogger, right? A blogger is like, well, I want to write an article, but how do I get, how do I make sure that people can see that article, right? And how do I get the backlink so that more people get engaged? And then how do I start making money on what I'm writing, right? So the questions are the same. What's the joy is, is podcasting allows you call it the engine for all those purposes. So we're having a conversation right now. You're going to put this up on YouTube. So anyone that wants to can watch it. Then you're going to put this on an audio feed so anyone that wants to listen to us can listen to it. But then you're going to go ahead and create your social posts, your blog, your newsletter, all based on this one conversation. So it fuels your entire engine of brand blogger, right? And blog, brand Ashley. So the value of becoming not just a blogger who's just writing something, you now have all those different touch points that came from one piece of content that literally fuels your brand, gives you the ability to get the long form. I mean, your bloggers will understand this. It's all about SEO. You know, if I write an article, how do I know today that's going to be picked up? I don't, but I'm hoping that like three years, this will continue to be found as people find and search and so forth. Well, that's no different than a podcast, no different than the video. You're just giving yourself more touch points to engage with a larger audience. And then if we go to another level, Take your, your, your student hat. People learn differently. I am an external processor. So if you ask me to go and sit down on a computer and start writing, not the greatest. 
I could do it, but it's not going to be easy. But if you ask me, hey, write this and think it all out and then have it written and still my words, that's great. So now you're reaching a person however they want to. They want to read your blog. Do they want to listen to you? Do they want to watch you? It's a community that is now catered towards your content, but the way they want to consume it. Absolutely. And and one of the great things about if you were to take the transcript that's populated and copy and paste it into your blog post, now you have another way that people in, can engage with your with your content, because not only are they able to hear it, they're able to read it as they're going along. And so you're helping all the different types of learners out there to be able to consume that knowledge and then do something with it. And and that just kind of jazzes me up. I mean, it's it's it, that is what I love about it is like. Reach your consumers, going back to the three questions, third one being, how do I monetize? Most people, so bloggers are thinking monetization is page views and the ads that they're getting on there. Podcasters are thinking, I need more downloads. And that's the metric that both, both people are looking at. But now you can start thinking about like, hold on, those are two metrics coming from the same content. Then I can actually sell my packages going like, hey, you want to sponsor me? You are sponsoring me as my listeners, my viewers, my readers, my social handles, like you're able to sell a package and you're also able to sell yourself. So there's so many different components to this that just this conversation we're having right now can 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 offer a blogger. So yeah, it's amazing. Absolutely. I mean, imagine you're trying to create deliverables and you have a one hour conversation and you now have 10 pieces of content or 30, like Rachel Peterson says, you can create 30 pieces of content from one one-hour conversation. That's incredible to me. And that's the kind of thing that someone like me who has X number of clients and doesn't have time to be sitting there doing all these things, if it can be done for me and, and give me even more ideas, like I love the fact that you guys will create a real script that you can use to create an Instagram reel. I, I thought that was one of the coolest things ever. I haven't used it yet, but I want to play with it. And, and just like some of the other things, like tell me, tell me a little bit about more of the tools that Cast Magic offers within like the magic chat. I mean, it's prompt to ask it what you want. So if, if I think about it, like pretend you're a social media manager and you need to create five pieces of content for Facebook based on this audio recording, you know, give me uh, a hook, a quote. An image, a corresponding image that would go with it. And so you're going to get all these examples. Wait, hold, please. Yeah. You can also prompt it for images now? When did that happen? So (laughs) you prompt it for images. It's going to give you a image description. And now you can take that image description and go to like mid journey, go to another platform and go like, all right, like going back to your your, uh, transcript comment. If you just copy and paste this transcript, it's not the best for SEO. You have to break it up. So the thing would be is you would add images and you'd break it up with an image. You put the alt text in there so it's even more indexable. You use the timestamp overviews and those become your headers, right? So for me, when I go like, I got these great quotes. What image would I want to marry with this quote? I I have no clue. So I'm like, great, what would I use? And so you can either go to ChatGPT or you come up with the prompt and you put it in a magic chat and cast magic and it's able to give you the examples and different images that you would be able to think about that would match with that quote. Okay, mind blown because I didn't even know, I, I didn't even think of that as a possibility. I just was like using it for writing prompts, but I didn't think of give me ideas for images. 
It's brilliant. Give me ideas for anything you want based on that audio recording. So what do you want? I think you were, we were, we were talking an outline of a blog, right? So like, why wouldn't I go, Hey, give me an outline for a blog, include five images that would be associated with this blog. And now you're like, great. I've got image ideas. I got my content. I've got my context. Yeah. It's all from this audio recording. Like that's why the, the power of, I, I, I don't even want to say podcasting because podcasting now has become audio and video. The, the, the language has changed drastically. So it's just an engine for your content. And as we know, the more content you're putting out there, the more touch points you have, the more discoverability you have. And therefore, the more you can, in a sense, monetize as most of us are trying to understand the third question. Wow. I mean, that's so good. What's the craziest use case you've heard of with Cast Magic? I, I have to know. It's not so much the craziest. It just continues to see how people evolve. So there's a gentleman who runs a auto dealership call center. And he set up Cast Magic to basically, he had a rubric. And he's like, did my rep do X, Y, and Z? He was literally listening to the calls and check, check, check. No, they did it. And then sit down with the rep and go, hey, we got to talk about this call and how do I coach him and everything else? Well, he set up Cast Magic. And that's why we now have one of the profiles for discovery and sales calls based on his feedback of doing that and going like, great, you need sales calls and you want to go ahead and, and coach your team and, and coach people on how to do this. Did they ask these questions and save yourself time? Perfect. Cast Magic will allow you to do that. Another use case, this, I went to a conference. There's about 500 hours of content that was recorded at this conference. I attended none of the actual sessions besides the three keynotes and the two I was on. Why? Because you're too busy talking to people. There's so much going on. Even if you attended an hour, a session every hour, you still missed nine. So I've got a uh, profile in here for conferences. Load the content in there. And now you've got what this, who the uh, speakers were, because they all introduced themselves. You've got quotes for them. You've got key takeaways. You've got action items. Now, instead of going like, hold on, I would love to have attended this conference or I'd love to have been able to attend all the speakers. I don't have the time to sit here and now read listen to this. I'm just going to read what it was. And then the great thing is, is now the conference gets content that they can repurpose. So their, their conference as a whole is able to advertise more and provide more value. The speakers and panelists are able to go ahead and say like, wow, I said something really intelligent. I want more people to know about that. And then you as attendees are able to go like, recap of day one. This was amazing. This is the things I learned, but you're able to now do more. It's so like there's so many different ways to think about how do you take content that's out there, repurpose it, and, and, and uh, um, exponentially help your ROI for uh, um, touch points. Wow. Like the wheels in my head are spinning. I'm like thinking, okay, so the conference people could now take all that audio, turn it into an ebook and use it as a, you know, a, a way to get people in on their list or they could sell the ebook. I mean, there's so many different avenues that you're kind of opening my mind to just with this conversation. And whether you use Cast Magic or not, whether you use it, you know, a different tool or whatever, just the idea that you can take something and create all kinds of stuff. I, I think it's exciting. <laughs> I nerd out on this. I mean, but so do I. Like, I mean, if you go to your audience and bloggers, you're like, great, I'm I'm a writer. 
That's what I do. You give me a topic. I write. I can find images. That's my thing. Great. So you're a writer. Perfect. Well, why not be able to take that writing and have it stem from an audio conversation with now you take the uh, the old adage, you got a face for radio, right? So fine. If you don't want to be You've been talking to my mother. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean you, but hey, if you're going to go there. There you go. She said it, not me. Um, but you're like, yeah, if, you, if, if you've got the adage, like you've got a voice for radio, I'm probably like, I don't have a voice for radio. I don't have a face for TV, but hey, I live in LA, so maybe that's what everyone thinks I'm supposed to be doing is acting. But think about all those different mediums instead of just blogging as a, a text-based. And that's why they also have what the term vlogger right? So it's a video blogger. It's like, all right, well, if you're going to do that, like, why not take that content and extrapolate it, use it, repurpose and go from there? Yeah, I personally have stopped calling myself just a blogger. I call myself a content creator because it definitely hones in on more than just, oh, I'm only in this one little bitty box. And, you know, one of the things we were talking about that, that kind of spawned this thought is if you are talking to a sponsor and you have a copy of that meeting, like if you record that meeting with them, you can not have to worry about, did I get every deliverable that they wanted? Because you'll have it written down for you. Uh, there's just so many different things that you could do. <laughs> uh, to that point, so every week we do a weekly workshop with the Cast Magic community. And one of the ladies that came on, she's like, I thought it was smart. I've been doing content creation for 40 years. I know marketing and everything else. This tool taught me things that I didn't even think about. Well, why wouldn't you want a tool to give you more, like not only content, but other ideas that you may not have even dreamed of? Like that is a powerful thing. And it's, it's, it's only going to help you grow your audience that much more. And it could make you a lot more profitable as a blogger. There you go. And that's what we're in it for, right? (laughs) Oh, no, it's the passion. Yeah, it's the passion. (laughs) But that's it. I mean, that was the one thing I took away from the conference I went to. Every person in the keynote said, I wrote an article because I love the tool. I love the company. I loved what I was doing. I never thought this article would three years later turn into a job opportunity because someone looked up read my article and they're like, hey, you seem to be an expert because you wrote on this, right? So whether you're a travel blogger, who's like, hey, top 10 places to go visit or um, pet blogger about the different things you should do for your pets or whatever the case may be, you have no clue when that's going to get picked up. So why not figure out more ways that you can package that content so that you have more ways that can be picked up, can be found, Maybe there's someone's looking for a top 10 list or maybe someone's looking for, give me a poem. Well, those are two different keywords with the same content that it all stemmed from. Wow. And now I kind of want to take a, take this episode and see if it'll write me a haiku of our discussion. It will. I mean, I've done it. So yeah, that's <laughs> one of the prompts in the, in, in the database. So yeah. I'm curious. Who's your favorite, who, who's your favorite poet? Oh, I don't know. Shel Silverstein, I guess, is the first thing that comes to mind. For some um, reason, for me, the first one that always comes to mind is Emily Dickinson. But the way she went out, I, I don't agree with. <laughs> I mean, I guess you can go Edgar Allan Poe if you want to go dark. But 
yeah, yeah. I, 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 Shel Silverstein, I guess, uh, comes to to my mind uh, where the sidewalk ends, and a boy named Sue, which very few people realized is his poem. Wow! So basically, Cast Magic is now giving me what I need to go look up later, so that I don't have to remember. There you go. I'm totally gonna have to look that stuff up. Write, write this as a haiku and then ask it, hey, write this episode in the form of Shel Silverstein where the sidewalk ends. Or Dr. Seuss, someone has actually done that prompt. They've turned their content into a Dr. Seuss poem, right? So it's your mm-hmm. words in the theme of Dr. Seuss and the rhyming and so forth. Or you can inject. One of the ones I always do on our demo is pretend you're Robin Williams so you add a little humor and you're now the genie from Aladdin right who knows but it changes the kind of vibe of what you're going for but it's still your words so note to self write a real script promoting this episode in the voice of Deadpool (laughs) there you go uh, I I love Deadpool so I love Ryan Reynolds so do you need me to drop some swear words just so they can like feels natural because that's a very Deadpool-esque thing that's funny. And no, we shouldn't, because then we have to add the E, the explicit, explicit little marker. I try not to curse in this thing, but sometimes it just comes out when I get excited or angry. <laughs> Although I don't think I've gotten angry on a podcast episode yet. Not yeah, yet. I think I think the other reason, going back to the core of like why your your audience should be thinking of podcasting is it's really easy to do. If we were talking about 2022 and before, or I guess before 2023, sure, I can say your objections are valid. You've got too much, blah, blah, blah. But like with the use of tools now, besides the infomercial here of Cast Magic, but like we're using Riverside right now to record this, right? So simple tool. We now have the ability to create video, audio, and you're disseminating that to all listening platforms as well as video platforms, whatever you want to do there, call it YouTube, right? Like it was a cheap, easy one tool. It's no different than just doing a Zoom call or you can do a LinkedIn Live. Like it's easy. It doesn't have to be perfect. It reaches your consumers how they want to consume content. I love that. I love that. So how can people get started with Cast Magic if they choose to? Give them their your affiliate link. There you go. What's your affiliate link? I'll have to pull it up. I actually so don't have it. I'll put it in the description, though. There you go. Put it in the show notes. Yeah, Ashley have her affiliate link in the show notes. You want to find me? Yeah, LinkedIn is where I'm at. You know, I love posting content. Three, three podcast episodes every Monday. You'll know you'll get that recommendations. So if you got something, let me know and I'll review. Um, but a lot of the stuff I'm always posting is about partnerships about mental health and and just uh, how do we support each other? Yes. And speaking of support, one of the cool things about Cast Magic is that you guys actually have a Slack channel that you can get all kinds of interesting information as well as a Notion board. So, I mean, I think that's like actually one of the cool things is that not only are you getting ideas from the tool, but you're also getting ideas from other users. And so I'm kind of curious, actually, how did that come about where you guys started using Slack to kind of create a community? So I think Blaine, once again, I joined in April. So like just as the tool was was starting, but those frameworks were already in there. And I'm so grateful that he chose Slack as opposed to another platform. And then as a 
is a person who loves connecting. It was a natural progression. He's like, Greg, just take over the community board. Like, you get it. You love connecting with people. You connect the dots. You come in there. You introduce yourself. You tell me who you are, where you are, what you're doing. I'm like, hey, I got five other people that'll probably be there. Or if you got questions, who else can answer those questions? Like, I just want to create that kind of vibe. You know, there's a lot of communities out there, especially in the podcast space, where it's like self-promotion. Hey, I want self-promotion too, because that's where guesting comes from. You know, if you've got a blog article, hey, share it. That becomes where other people are able to understand the content you're putting out. Maybe it's helpful. And since most of the people in there have content themselves, it becomes this great exchange of, 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 of knowledge. Well, because you mentioned guesting, I have to just say one quick thing. If you don't want to start a podcast, at least start guesting on other podcasts as a blogger because you can still take that episode and use it in Cast Magic to create a blog post promoting that episode and the backlinks continue. So I think that's a good good idea to, to basically mention that because I know some people, no matter what I say, I can talk till I'm blue in the face and they'll be like, yeah, I'm not starting a podcast, but you still need to get on them at least. <laughs> so kettle black here, like we're talking, I'm trying to convince everyone to go do a podcast. I don't have a podcast myself, right? But I've actually done what you're describing, case in point, like, let me go on people's podcast and A, start getting comfortable being on a mic, being in front of a camera, which I'm not used to. Like, put me in front of a stage, I can do it. Put me in some place where I know it's recorded and now people can actually watch this and it's out there. I was a little hesitant. And now I'm like, you know what? Like, this gets over that. This becomes your public speaking. You start refining. You start understanding what makes a good guest still learning. It's a work in progress, but no different than the host trying to figure those pieces out. So yes, I'm then going to take this content, put my own uh, prompts into it and go like, great, let me promote this, promoting you and promoting all of your content. So like it becomes the backlinking that bloggers are all focused on and, and getting that content elsewhere. So we're borrowing each other's audiences and building community. It's a beautiful thing. Which is once again, what I love about podcasting, like it is a rising tide raises all ships. And I have to imagine the blogging community is similar, like, hey, can I backlink to your article and you to my article? No, I don't want that because I only want like, no, most people in the blogging world are open for that. You know, one thing we didn't, I, I haven't shared with you is one of my previous jobs was at a company that was, it's called Jumbo Creations. And so they were like a BuzzFeed competitor. We had all these different social channels. Well, the way we monetized really well were creating listicles, no different than BuzzFeed does all those listicles. So like you, I understand the value of article content, but the video content fueling it becomes, all right, we'll take this video and make a listicle out of it. And then you've got the video as a standalone. It's like, however people want to consume that, we were able to monetize 5 billion views. You, you, one thing trickles to another. It's, it's an easy way to get somewhere quick. Yeah. And I think we all would like to have 5 billion views. <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't, right? This is true. But there's other ways to monetize besides views, right? So I'm sure your bloggers are either trying to sell their packages, coaching. So Cat's Magic has an entire coaching system. So if you're selling a course, great. And you're selling these one-on-one -on -one uh, coaching calls, Perfect. You now have a, a lead magnet to help you sell more of those coaching calls or 
client sales. I'm suddenly feeling a an urge to write 101 ways to make money as a blogger. <laughs> there you so go. So I'll have to write that one down too. Oh, no, wait. Cast Magic's got that. Let's go back to the guesting. You can do guesting and it's all a matter of who do you get on your, your show. So now it's like, I want, I'm going to bring, I'm a blogger and I would love to write for X, Y, and Z companies. So I'm going to go find someone in the social media department of those companies and say, hey, I have a show. Would you like to be on it? And now you've got a direct line into them as opposed to calling that person saying, hey, I would love to write for you guys. Probably not as easy as I have a podcast. You want to come on it? Most people are like, sure. Now you're promoting them as well as getting the value for yourself. And hopefully that opens the relationship so much easier. Yes, because if you're getting if you're giving them value before you ask for the sale or the pitch or the whatever, it's a lot less sleazy. And I, I definitely love the idea. I mean, Josh Ellis talks about this all the time and we'll we'll have to drop a link to his episode as well. But he talks about how, you know, there's nothing worse than someone who comes at you with a pitch first. Instead, why don't you come to someone and say, here's what I can give you and then later worry about asking them for the sale. So I, I, I think this is awesome. And I, I really hope that people take this for what it is. It's not just a infomercial for Cast Magic, although I will sing its praises until, again, until I'm blue in the face, just like I'll talk about podcasting. But whatever it is that you are doing in the blogging world, I just hope that you'll start looking for other tools and other ideas of things that you can use to make your job easier. Because let's face it, content creation is not going to get any easier unless we make it easier for ourselves. And if you want to stand out, you can't just be a blogger anymore. And so blogging still does make money. I still, I mean, heck, I, I'm a full-time blogger, but it's because I'm not just a blogger and you don't have to be either. Is there any final words you'd like to share with the blogging friend? I'd love to say my drop, right? <laughs> um, in other words, blogging friends. No, I think we've covered like, if nothing else, let's, You'll, you'll, you'll recap this, you know, you'll throw and go like, all right, what are the top things to take away? I guess the top things would be like, it's not as scary as you think. There's so many other ways to make an audience grow besides just a written form of a blog. It is about building your brand and the more ways that you're able to build that through pieces of content, it only helps you with your growth. Guesting not only helps you create content, but gets comfortable talking to other people, create your own podcast. So now you really can use that for lead generation, for connections, for authenticity. And a lot of people don't go like, hey, how large is your show? They're just like, oh, all right, well, I'm having a conversation. This is going to go somewhere else. They're like, great. And then you can actually give them, if you use Cast Magic, you can give them a link and go, hey, here's our article or here's our recording. Ask cast magic, whatever you want to extract for your own needs, additional content. And then if you're struggling, let's say your users just only want to continue to write and blog. You can go to like a chat GPT and say like, give me a framework or what are the, what would I write about these things? But like record, just do a voice memo, record it and upload that voice memo. And that will give you more ideas than you can think about. And probably save you a lot of research time too. And that's what it's all about is saving time and making more money. So I, I'm very honored that you are my bloggy friend. And I'm, I'm very excited to keep playing with Cast Magic and learning more about it. And we will leave links for Cast Magic and all the tools that you need to know about how to start a podcast or to start a blog 
and to honestly start both. You need to do both. <laughs> but thank you so much, Greg, for being here with us today. And uh, yeah, until next time. <laughs> My pleasure. Says it started. Yeah, there we go. So one of the things I was going to ask you, and we totally just had to hit start again because I got all excited and forgot to say, now with Cast Magic, it's not a done product. It's going to keep growing and getting better, isn't it? Oh, I mean, we just released pages this week. We released edited transcription functionality. So yeah, I think we're working on the six presets we've got will be eight or nine and then a free flowing. So we're constantly adding. Back to your comment about the community, like you guys are fueling. So while it was built by podcasters for podcasters, you all are fueling what functions we need, whether it's a Zapier integration so that you can automate your content in and content out. So like all those things will just continue to evolve because we don't see ourselves as going away anytime soon. That's awesome. Now, does any of this, like, is it different for different pricing tiers or how does that work exactly? Pricing is all based on minutes right now. So based on how many minutes you need, 200, 500, 1500 are the three plans. But if you need more than 200, but not 500, then you're always able to buy additional minutes. And so that's where that kind of is. And then you can add users to your account. So you have multiple workspaces, have your VA come in or have your client or however you want. You've got the ability to, uh, to add teammates or other people, if you want to call it that way. Okay, so that's something I didn't know. That's awesome. So it's not like you unlock certain features at certain levels. Right now, no. I mean, I'm I'm sure eventually we'll start adding some functionality in that way. I believe pages is the only thing that's quote unquote gated. And it's gated in the sense we only give you 10, 10 prompts. And so for your listeners, pages is the ability to take multiple recordings in a workspace and ask a prompt based on that. So right now it's recording by recording by recording. If you were able to aggregate and say, hey, I want to look across these recordings, you have a limited number of prompts on that, whereas the individual recordings you don't. Wow, but just that alone, I mean, that makes me want to go play with it again because I, I have so many like ideas for eBooks and that could make it so much easier to write the content. And completely goes to that, yeah. Absolutely, awesome. Well, Hold on. thanks again more. for letting me. So, there's more. So one, yeah, yeah. Wait, so, there's more. <laughs> there's more. So one thing we didn't actually talk about and, and you bring up. So AI, right, has this, is, is a blogger or a copywriter. People are like, I don't need AI. I'm a professional writer. This is what I do all the time, right? So, and then you end up finding that your clients start firing you because they're like, well, I can just do this with AI. What you bring that your clients don't bring is not only the comfort of using a tool, but the knowledge of questions to ask. So as a blogger, you already know the framework of what you would write good quality content. Your client doesn't know that. They're going to go into ChatGPT and say, hey, write me a blog. And that's going to be very generic. But you as a expert can understand, how do I outline this blog? What are the functions? What are the keywords? Like all those things, that becomes your prompt. That is uniquely you, as well as the words that are being pulled out from the recording. So like that is what you should be selling as well and be comfortable using an AI tool. Because I was on a conference, head of content for, she's a graphic design for an agency. 
And she was literally advocating the value of AI. And everyone's like, why don't you think it's going to take your job? I love what she had to say. She's like, no one knows my knowledge of vectors and colors and certain things that I'm going to ask. So you can go ahead and ask GPT for mid-journey about X, Y, and Z. And you may get a result, but guarantee you that expert who literally understands all the different components that go into an image or you and your audience into a blog will be able to ask it the right prompt that the layman like me who, who wouldn't be able to do it. That's good stuff. So there's your mic drop moment. <laughs> there's the mic drop. <laughs> yes, because now we're working smarter, not harder, making more money and doing it with AI. And I never thought I'd actually be friends with AI tools, but here we are. <laughs> and then you're keeping your clients going like, fine, you want to go do it, you go do it. But if you have 20 years, 10 years, five years, whatever your time is of doing this, no. Is that your focus? No. So how about you let me, who has the time, who has the energy, who knows these things, do what I do best to help you do what you do best. And that's basically what your job is, right? True. Uh, my goal is to make people internet famous. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's good stuff. Awesome. Well, we'll definitely push that in there. Now I'm going to hit stop again. Let's think of another one. Any other zingers? No, no, no. That, that, one, that one I really want to. I'm like, when you were talking, I'm like, no, that's right. Like, your value is you. And that is why AI, I'm a sports person. So someone gave me the analogy. If I can get you to the red zone in a football game, or if I can get you a free throw in a basketball game, or I can get you a penalty kick in a soccer game, if I can get you that where you're like, your, your probability of scoring is really high. You don't have to deal with all the back and forth and everything else. Wouldn't you do that all day long? Yeah. So like that. And twice on Sunday. And twice on Sunday. But that's what AI is going to do. It, it's going to get you to where you can score, but the scoring still comes from you. The editing still you. The editing, the, the words are still yours. You still have to do work. And that becomes your specialty and your knowledge. No one else can be that. No one else can. And and if you're just using a tool that helps you get your words out there, I say more power to you. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, my bloggy friends, I hope you enjoyed all the insights our guests had to share with you. To get the show notes for this and all episodes, go over to famousashleygrant.com backslash podcast. And until next time, may your page fees be high and your bounce rate be low. 